0: in her fifties and fine except for an occasional tingling in her arms. Lives in Florida and returns every few years to take a photo by her namesake sign, just like Pop. I wrote the story on her last visit. Curry hated it, hates most slice-of-life pieces. He got smashed off old Shambor while he read it, left his office smelling like raspberries. Curry gets drunk fairly quietly, but often. It's not the reason, though, that he has such a cozy view of the ground. That's just yawing bad luck. I walked in and shut the door to his office, which isn't how I'd ever imagined my editor's office would look. I craved big oak panels, a window pane in the door, marked Chief, so the cub reporters could watch us rage over First Amendment rights. Curry's office is bland and institutional like the rest of the building. You could debate journalism or get a pap smear. No one cared. Tell me about Wind Gap. Curry held the tip of a ballpoint pen at his grizzled chin. I could picture the tiny prick of blue it would leave among the stubble. It's at the very bottom of Missouri in the boot heel. Spitting distance from Tennessee and Arkansas, I said, hustling for my facts. Curry loved to drill reporters on any topics he deemed pertinent. The number of murders in Chicago last year, the demographics for Cook County, or for some reason, the story of my hometown, a topic I preferred to avoid. It's been around since before the Civil War, I continued. It's near the Mississippi, so it was a port city at one point. Now its biggest business is hog butchering. About 2,000 people live there. Old money and trash. Which are you? I'm trash. From old money. I smiled. He frowned. And what the hell is going on? I sat silent, cataloging various disasters that might have befallen Wind Gap. It's one of those crummy towns prone to misery. A bus collision or a twister an explosion at the silo, or a toddler down a well. I was also sulking a bit. I'd hoped, as I always do when Curry calls me into his office, that he was going to compliment me on a recent piece, promote me to a better beat. Hell, slide over a slip of paper with a 1% raise scrawled on it. But I was unprepared to chat about current events in Wind Gap. Your mom's still there, right, Preaker? Mom? Mom? Stepdad. A half-sister born when I was in college, her existence so unreal to me I often forgot her name. Emma. And then Marion. Always long gone Marion. Well, damn it. You ever talk to them? Not since Christmas. A chilly, polite call after administering three bourbons. I'd worried my mother could smell it through the phone lines. Not lately. Jesus Christ, Preaker, Read the wires sometime. I guess there was a murder last August? Little girl strangled? I nodded like I knew. I was lying. My mother was the only person in Windgap with whom I had even a limited connection, and she'd said nothing. Curious. Now another one's missing. Sounds like it might be a serial to me. Drive down there and get me the story. Go quick. Be there tomorrow morning. No way. We got horror stories here, Curry. Yeah, and we also got three competing papers with twice the staff and cash. He ran a hand through his hair, which fell into frazzled spikes. I'm sick of getting slammed out of news. This is our chance to break something. Big. Big. Curry believes with just the right story, we'd become the overnight paper of choice in Chicago, gain national credibility. Last year, another paper, not us, sent a writer to his hometown somewhere in Texas after a group of teens drowned in the spring floods. He wrote an elegiac but well-reported piece on the nature of water and regret, covered everything from the boys' basketball team, which lost its three best players, to the local funeral home, which was desperately unskilled in cleaning up drowned corpses.